The Supreme Court rejects the Texas-led effort to overturn Biden's victory. The Texas GOP wants to succeed from the United States, and Oracle joins Texas by leaving California. We're going to get into all this and more. But before we get into this, please drop the video a like, subscribe to the notifications on, and send this video to your friends right now. Also, there's going to be random ads playing throughout this podcast that fund and support the show, so please bear with me. Now let's get into this. The Supreme Court will not take the Texas-led effort to overturn the election results. But guess what? It's not as bad as it seems because this has nothing to do with fraud. And it seems like they denied it on a technicality because the legislators of each state need to file it. So Politico posted this, and the way they wrote the article was obviously extremely slanted in order to discourage Republicans. So they headlined, Supreme Court rejects Texas-led effort to overturn Biden's victory. The more likely marks the this this is what they say. The move likely marks the end of the line for Trump's legal push to reverse his defeat. Okay, well, first off, this had nothing to do with Trump's legal push. This was something Texas just did on their own. And we're not reversing a defeat. We're, <laughs> we're um, solidifying a win. The Supreme Court has rejected a long-shot bid by Texas and other Republican-led states to overturn President-elect Joe Biden's victory in the last months of the election, dashing President Trump's last-ditch hope that the justices effectively hand him a second term. Um, see, like, even, even in this, they said nothing about it being Trump's legal push. See, it's I'm I'm not even I'm I'm just on that the the underline of the headline and there's already lies in this article. In a brief order Friday evening, the justices summarily refused the unusual case Texas filed on Monday against four swing states whose voter uh, favored Biden. Texas has not demonstrated. This is what the court said. Texas has not demonstrated judicially cognable uh, interest in the matter which led another state conduct the elections. The court wrote an unsigned order. No justice indicated any endorsement of the Texas arguments. Justice Samuel Alito and Thomas uh, issued a statement saying that they would have allowed Texas to file its case under a rarely used procedure for interstate disputes, but they said would not grant other relief. You see, th- this has nothing to do with the merits of the case. It has everything to do with just technicalities. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. I mean, I think the Supreme Court should have still held it. But the only reason why two justices said yes is because there, you know, there's a rarely used procedure that will allow Texas to sue these other states. Other than that, it's it's not something that's done. It's like the 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 Supreme Court's like, yeah, okay, we're gonna have to scrap this because this is just not this is not how you do it. The decision brings an abrupt, unceremonious end to Trump's legal efforts to essentially scrape the democratic process in order to prevent his presidency a six-week-long crusade in which he spreads false conspiracies about voter fraud and drive up distribution, uh, d- distrust in the U.S. election system. Trump dubbed uh, his uh, Supreme Court a gambit, the big one, and had publicly pressed the judges to rule in order to save America. Listen, this decision does not bring an abrupt end to Trump's legal efforts because this had nothing to do with Trump's legal efforts. Like, well, this is this is why you don't read the mainstream media. This is why the left lives in a fantasy reality where they think that Trump has failed. This this order, this this court case had nothing to do with Trump's legal team. Um, And they're like saying we're going to scrap the democratic process in order to preserve his presidency about false conspiracies of voter fraud. 
I can't, there's thousands of affidavits. There's so many videos that we've covered on this show to prove that there is irregularities, voter fraud, and at best, in their case, extremely sketchy stuff that should be looked into. Trump, uh, okay, Texas uh, legal move lodged by its scandal-plagued Attorney General Ken Waxen, uh, who Trump endorsed and backing of 126 members of the House, including GOP leader Kevin McCarthy. However, the attempt also uh, prompted an angry reaction from the target of the states and led many Democrats and some GOP officials to denounce an effort in dangerous assault of the foundation of democracy. Now, I love how Democrats all of a sudden care about democracy, the foundation of democracy, the Constitution, the democracy this, democracy that, the Constitution. Meanwhile, they're, they're ripping up the Constitution, but if there's something in there that benefits them at that particular moment, eh, you know, we'll use it for now, and then we'll just rip it up when it doesn't help us anymore. The Democrats, if, if we were they're, – they're a sliding scale. They're, they're just destructive, and it, their ideology is based on what helps and benefits them at the same time. They're trying to tell us – that Trump is a threat to distrusting the election process. Meanwhile, before the election, they were telling us it was going to take weeks to verify the results of the election and count the ballots. And even before that, they were saying that that he stole the that he stole the election from Hillary Clinton. Literally railing on that for four years. Now all of a sudden, we're we're the ones that are a threat to democracy to the democratic process. Meanwhile, you guys are filing for impeachment. For Trump, you got you guys are literally been promoting four years of baseless claims. FBI investigated tens of millions of dollars, probably hundreds of millions of dollars, let's be real, into investigating every single move that Trump has done ever in history, and yet they found nothing. And you've been running that for four years. Trump-Russia collusion, Trump-China collusion, Trump-Ukraine collusion, Trump-Iran collusion. Just any country that they can just throw out there that will benefit them at that time. Trump colluded with them. That's what, they, that's what they're saying. And yet they never were able to create any shred of evidence. But yet we're the ones that are a threat to democracy. And we're the ones that are spreading baseless conspiracies. Where do these people get off? I mean, geez. The cognitive dissonance of, of of people who listen to this stuff. I mean, it's it's our job to like to start educating our friends and family from the brainwashing. It's it's I every time on this show I go through one article, every sentence is bullshit. Every single sentence. I'm going. That's why I read article read Politico because you go through the article, uh, you're not even halfway into the headline and it's already bullshit. The Texas GOP in a press release said perhaps law-abiding states should bond together and form a union of states that will abide by the Constitution. They have a point. I want you to let me know if you agree with that. So Chairman West's response to the Supreme Court's decision in Austin, Texas, released December 11th for immediate release. Below is a Chairman Allen West's statement in regards to the decision of the Supreme Court to dismiss Texas's uh, constitutional, legitimate, and critical lawsuit. The Supreme Court is tossing the Texas lawsuit uh, that was joined by 17 states and 106 U.S. congressmen have uh, decreed the state uh, can take unconstitutional action and violated its own election laws, resulting in the damaging effects of the states that abide by the law. While the guilty state suffered no consequences, the decision establishes a precedent that says states can violate the U.S. Constitution and not be held accountable. The decision will have far-reaching 
Uh, it's like a little blocked off. Uh, implications for the future of our constitutional republic. Perhaps law-abiding states should bond together and form a union of states that will abide by the constitution. And then a little bit more was also said. Hold on, let me try to pull this up. And then there's a second um, piece of this. Uh, and then he says, uh, if we're here and living in Texas, and we are joined with, you know, 20-some-odd other states and 106 members of Congress. We don't want to stand by and allow four states to have unconstitutional practices. And when we see states such as ourselves following the law, but yet the Supreme Court says that's perfectly fine, then maybe you should have a union of states that believe the Constitution and will abide by the rule of law and not these other states go out of their own separate ways. Uh, it's a... And let these other states go out on their own separate ways and let them not be supported by these other states such as ourselves. Now, you think this is something. This is a session. Honestly, it makes sense. I don't want it to happen because I think it will be create hardships for the country um, because there's a lot of Republicans living in blue states like myself. And I'm going to have to, you know, it's going to be a mess for people like me and tens of millions of people like us, maybe 100 million people like us create a mess um but listen if the america was to split into two the blue states would start a civil war with themselves over what the flag and the anthem should be the flag will literally look like a kid drew it with a bunch of minorities holding hands the democrats they, they even said in this article they were replying and they said i believe uh texas gop should immediately uh, retract this apology and fire Alan West and should uh, anyone else associated with this. Uh, my guy Abraham Lincoln and the Union soldiers already told you no, which that has nothing to do with what we're dealing with now because uh, Abraham Lincoln was one a Republican and one, and also fighting to uphold the Constitution because he believed all men were created equally and free like in the Constitution. Um, let's see what this one said. The Texas Republican Party is officially in favor of leaving the Union. They have have they they have lost their minds. Biden will be president, but these people are dead, deadly serious about secession and sedition. And uh, this is the only question that the media should ask. And elected Republican tomorrow. Now I saw one comment saying, I think it might have been said in the in the post that we shouldn't be the one succeeding. They sh we should be the one kicking them out because we're the only ones that actually want to follow the Constitution. If we were the ones to leave America. And, and America was then just a bunch of Democrats, the first thing the Democrats would do is rip up the Constitution and change the country's name. They would, they would change everything. I, I don't know what would be even left of America. It would, they, would have their own, they would literally present a new Constitution that would be a socialist utopia manifesto, probably the Green New Deal. Um, they would they would start infighting immediately. They'll start their own civil war with each other because— the, the progressive Democrats, the Black Lives Matter people, they're already turning on their own leaders. They're protesting outside the LA, LA mayor's house all the time. They're protesting against de Blasio. They protest about Cuomo because of black rights activism and stuff like that. The, the Democrat leaders have created a monster that they can't even control. The, if they were to become their own country, they will be destroyed from the inside out within minutes. <laughs> they, they would be this giant power vacuum. And the anarcho-communists will try to overthrow the ivory tower Democrats. And honestly, I wouldn't mind it happening just to, just to prove to you guys that you guys are destructive. Uh, but I do not want to see the, 
the country split into two. Honestly, at the end of the day, I, I, I think it would be better to have Republican states and blue states. Uh, maybe we can figure something out where um, we can divide the country, but by st- but stay a country at the same exact time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really lost for words, but so, there is lo- we need to figure out a way to enforce the Constitution properly. That's what this all comes down to. Because for this last year, we have not seen this Constitution being properly enforced when it comes to lockdowns, when it comes to closing businesses, when it comes to uh, the voting system, when it comes to election integrity, when it comes to anything these Democrats are doing. There has been no enforcement of the U.S. Constitution at all. And that's the biggest problem. Because if we're not going to have an enforcement of the U.S. Constitution, then what are we? We're, We're not a country anymore. And I think that's what Texas means. If we're not going to enforce the Constitution, we need to create a country that will enforce the Constitution or kick out the people who don't want to enforce the Constitution. The Democrats think they're winning. They're not winning because the pendulum always swings back. And right now, the pendulum's swinging right now. It's at the peak of peak socialism, peak uh, anti constitution it's at this pendulum and it's it's about to hit this point and it's going to swing back hard and the swing of freedom mark my words every generation deals with hardships like this we go back through history people dealt with the cold war they dealt with the oil crisis they dealt with world war ii world war one they dealt with the great depression right now our great tragedy you know even 20 years ago 9 11 our great tragedy of this generation is lockdowns, it's not even COVID, it's lockdowns and Democrat tyranny. That, I guess, uh, election integrity, that is going to be our generational defining events. That's what's going to define this generation. And history will not be kind to the unconstitutional orders. The history books, in the long run, will be written about just how we're reading about our founding fathers that reject the big government monarchs of Europe coming here to join a free country. That is how we will be remembered in the history book. Similar to that, people who fought against government tyranny. Lockdowns will go down in history as the most destructive policy that was actually more. We're going to find out it's going to be more deadly than COVID in the long run. It's gonna, lockdowns are going to go down in history as a disaster. What the Democrats are doing to help the economy is going to go down as another disaster. We're literally having a Great Depression, a civil war, and a revolution all in one generation right now. That's insane. And all, all in like a year, too. <laughs> Not even spread out. Like when you read the history books, it's spread out over decades. We're, we're literally having this all in the same year. Well, I mean, hey, this country made it through worse. Made it through way worse. And we can get through this. So Oracle joined Tesla and is moving from California to Texas. California just lost over 100,000 more jobs, and this is what socialism does. So Oracle joined Silicon Valley's Texas exodus. Now, I personally think that the Democrats are happy about this. Why? Because all the unhappy companies from California are moving to Texas. And I'm sure a lot of jobs are coming with it, and it's also going to create a massive tech sector in in Texas. And these Democrat voters are 
absolutely utter idiots. So they're going to end up voting for the same stupid Democrat policies that got them here in the first place. So I bet you the Democrats are licking their greeting hands, they're rubbing their hands, and they're like, okay, this is how we're going to make Texas red. I mean, make Texas blue. They're looking at it, okay, let's just move (laughs) all the blue voters over to Texas. And they want to spread out, uh, I guess, uh, big city-ers into, I guess, the cities of red states. And that's how they're going to effectively eventually take over. That's why they want uh, amnesty for illegal immigrants. That's why they want, uh, who knows, maybe this is is pretty much a byproduct to the destruction that Democrats have created. Let's read the article. Elon Musk reveals that he had moved to Texas earlier this week. Everybody's moving to Texas. Everybody's moving to Florida. If... You're a Democrat voter, and you cannot see and you don't realize that everybody's leaving blue states for red states. That's, a, that's historically accurate. Everybody leaves socialism for capitalism, and that's what's happening within America's own, own borders. Oracle is moving its global headquarters from Silicon Valley to Austin, Texas. The company announced in a filing with Securities and Exchange Commission. Honestly, I believe if you move to another state, you shouldn't be able to vote for four years, maybe five, hell, maybe ten. Honestly, I think if, if you move to another state, you should not be able to vote for a certain amount of time until that timing is you have adjusted to the culture of that state or even that city. You've adjusted to that culture and how that way of life works. It's not fair for people to live in Texas and then some jerk-offs from Silicon Valley come through and turn your entire state blue. Meanwhile, you've been living there your entire life. They just showed up last week. And now they're installing their tyrant dictators. Oracle is implementing a more flexible employee work location policy and has changed its corporate headquarters from Redwood City, California to Austin, Texas, Oracle wrote in its quarterly SEC filing. Uh, We believe this move is best positioned Oracle for growth and provide our personnel with more flexibility about how and where they work. Uh, the company has continued to maintain an office at its previous headquarters in Redwood City, California, and other offices around the country. Oracle has 135,000 employees. Bloomberg reports that Oracle opened a Austin campus in 2018, hoping to take advantage of the region's lower uh, cost of living. The campaign was designed to host ten, uh, the, the campus was designed to host 10,000 employees. So, I mean, I think they've been preparing for this move for a little bit. This week, Elon Musk revealed that he had personally moved to Texas to be closer to SpaceX. I mean, sure, that was probably one of the reasons. <laughs> we all know tech, uh, Elon Musk wanted to get out of California. Everybody with money wants to get out of California. I don't know how California is going to be able to afford all this welfare that they've uh, thrown themselves in. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Please drop the video, like, subscribe, turn the post notifications on. Also, listen, this show is completely funded and supported by you guys. The left has been actively trying to destroy my life for the last three years. So if you become a Patreon, I will give you a call to say thank you. Uh, Patreon.com slash Joey Salads. Also, shoot me a text, 917-540-8768 to stay updated on everything that's going on this election. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Peace out.